I'm Tanner Scott, and you are listening to Secrets to Scale. If you want to scale your business, you've come to the right place because this podcast is all centered around hearing successful stories from successful people and uncovering their secrets to scaling their businesses. This week on the show, Daniel Blue from Quest Education joins me to discuss a unique approach to getting capital to fund your business ideas. If you're in need of some capital to chase your dreams, definitely give this episode a listen. Welcome to the show, Daniel. I'm really excited to have you. Let us know who you are and what you do. What's up, Dan? I appreciate you having me on. Uh, I own a company called Quest Education, and uh, we teach entrepreneurs how they can access money in their retirement accounts, penalty and tax-free. Uh, we, we work with a lot of people that uh, are solopreneurs, people that have uh, e-com businesses, uh, independent contractors, freelancers, and, and things of that nature. That's awesome, man. So how did you... How's your career get started? What's your story? Yeah, so, uh, you know, normal childhood growing up. And uh, when I was 12 years old, my parents got divorced. I'm sure a lot of you listening, you know, can relate. You know, divorce is pretty pretty high, uh, pretty common. And um, that's when things really changed. My dad ended up moving to Mexico. So all of a sudden, it was just my mom and I. And uh, so just part of a, a single family in, in a sense, single mom. And then, um, you know, I started struggling, kind of figuring out who I was as a teenager and, and making a lot of bad choices. Um, I limped through, college, limped through high school and uh, barely graduated. And, um, you know, the entrepreneurship road wasn't something I ever thought about. I don't have this cool Gary Vee story where, you know, I was a business owner slaying a product since I was in elementary school. Um, you know, being an entrepreneur kind of just came out of necessity as far as, you know, wanting to get past the struggle. Uh, when I was 18 years old, there's three things that happened to me that forever changed me. Uh, one, I ended up getting a woman pregnant. Uh, two, ended up getting addicted to a, a drug called Oxycontin, it's a nasty pill. And then three, I dropped out of college. Um, but around that time, I, I happened to just fall into sales. And uh, I did pretty good in, in sales, uh, made decent money. Um, but I was still making a lot of bad choices. I was still immature. Um, but having a daughter at 19 years old really forced me to grow up. And, um, you know, because I was in sales, I was actually selling uh, real estate services. Um, I got introduced to self-directed retirement accounts and this whole idea that you can take a 401k from an old job or an IRA and access that money penalty and tax free and use that money to maybe fund your business. Or you can use that money to pay off high interest rate credit card debt or use it to invest into crypto or real estate the whole time, not paying penalties and taxes. So that that's a really intriguing story. Um, you know, thinking back to those bad choices you made and all that stuff, I'm sure helped morph you to who you are today. But what advice would you give to your younger self? Um, I think, uh, you know, and, and I know we hear this a lot in the entrepreneurship world is embrace failure. You know, a lot of times we're just so afraid to take action because we're worried about what other people are going to think about us. We're worried about, you know, 
taking uh, a hit and, and failing and losing money and losing confidence. Um, but that's the best way that you learn. You know, the failures that I experienced, um, I wouldn't necessarily call having my daughter a failure. Um, I will say that having a kid at 19 years old wasn't something I planned on doing. Um, you know, I also didn't plan on getting addicted to drugs. So those were just some things that I really messed up on. But, you know, without those failures, I wouldn't have grown the way I grew. And, you know, I've been clean from drugs for over 10 years. That taught me a lot about mindset and, you know, um, grit and, um, you know, discipline. And then, you know, having a kid at 19 years old is going to teach you some things too. So, you know, uh, those bumps and bruises and, and times where you're second guessing yourself and wondering if you're making the right decision or if your life is going to collapse. When you get through that, you know, the other side of, of that struggle is, is success, is, you know, peace, is happiness. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you hit the nail right on the head. Embracing failure. That is one of the most important things to me. And I really can't stress it enough. And I, like, I definitely understand why someone would be scared to take a risk and fail, but I like to call it failing forward, right? You can't fail with, without learning something new, right? And growing as a person. And if you're not feeling like your life is about to collapse and you're on the verge of bankruptcy or failure, whatever it is, then you're not really growing as a person, right? And all this talk about failure, you know, it's good to talk about, but let, let's not shy away from success. What would you attribute your success to? Um, a couple of things. Um, I would say one is network. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a college dropout, right? I didn't grow up with money. Um, you know, being a business owner where, you know, I've got about thousand customers in all 50 states and uh, right about 12 employees um, that, you know, work here full time in, in the city of Las Vegas where our company is located. Um, you know, I don't have it all figured out by any stretch of imagination. Uh, but to get to where I'm at today, a lot of that had to do with networking and, and just meeting the right people and building relationships. Um, because, you know, being an entrepreneur, you don't need to have a college degree, right? You don't need to be the smartest kid in the classroom, but you definitely need to know how to bring a product or a service to the marketplace, solve a problem and, you know, get in front of the right people. And it helps. You also need to have help, right? You can't do it by yourself. Um, so networking has been key in, in fostering and creating and nurturing like solid, genuine relationships. So that's been massive. Um, and then, you know, just not giving up, right? There's been plenty of times where I look at the bank account and I'm like, dude, like I'm, I'm about to be broke or, oh my gosh, like, how am I going to pay for this next week? Um, you know, my credit score took, you know, took a, a crap, it tanked, um, you know, putting a bunch of money on credit card, starting the business, um, you know, not having savings, right? So it's like, there's so many times when you're an entrepreneur where it's like one day you're on cloud nine and you made a sale or you locked a big deal down or whatever happened. You're just like, dude, this is awesome. This is amazing. This is the best thing ever. And then the next day you're just like, okay, where am I going to work? Where am I going to work? Like where this business is done. Like who can I call and go work for? Because I'm going to be out of a job. Like I won't have the business anymore. Like, am I going to have to move in my mom's house? Right. So like it's a roller coaster. So, you know, you just, you just can't give up. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I completely agree with that. And I you know having persistence and not giving up is truly a key to success. And I, I love what you said about, you know, being an entrepreneur is like being on a roller coaster. I could not agree more with that. I mean, one day you're, you're happy. I'm taking off, I'm taking over the world. I'm going to be rich, whatever. And the next day you're like, man, I got to get a job. <laughs> 
So Daniel, what were some obstacles that you faced while growing your business to where it is today? Um, I would say marketing. Marketing is is something that a lot of people struggle with, right? And, and we all have times where leads are dry and you might have the best product, the best service out there, um, but you, you got to get a really, really solid offer and you got to be in the right place, right? You got to have the right kind of eyes on you. So, you know, branding, branding is part of marketing, having a personal brand, um, you know, that that's a challenge. Uh, you know, a few years ago, I, I didn't have social media. I didn't have Instagram. I didn't get business using social media. Um, you know, by no means do we have it all figured out, but, you know, we've made some, some, some progress there. Um, you know, culture is, is, you know, was definitely a challenge in the very beginning. Um, you know, culture in the sense of there's a time when you first start business that you're going to sell anyone, right? It's like anyone that's willing to give you money, you're like, okay, hell yeah. Like you're my client, but you start to realize that, you know, there's people out there that don't, that aren't your ideal client. And, you know, you're servicing this client and it's taking so much bandwidth and resources up and it's just not a good fit. You know, so you, if you're marketing to everyone, if everyone is your client, then most likely no one is your client, right? I mean, very few companies can do broad mass marketing, right? Like you're not Coca-Cola, right? Coca-Cola right. can market to everyone, but you're listening to this right now. You're not Coca-Cola, neither am I. So like we service a very specific individual. Uh, if you're a solopreneur and you have a 401k from an old job or an IRA and you want to access that money penalty and tax free, probably a really good chance that we can help you. Um, now, can we add value and help other people? Sure, but not in the way that I just described who we're really targeting because we can offer the most value, the biggest bang for the buck, right? So that was a lesson uh, in the beginning in, in terms of like just wanting revenue and selling anyone and anyone, everyone and anyone. Um, you know, th those are some of the things that come to my mind. Yeah, I think that's a really common obstacle that a lot of entrepreneurs end up having to deal with is going from my ideal customer is anyone with a checkbook to, man, I really hate working with this type of person. I can't really help this other type of person very well. And what it really comes down to is the riches are in the niches, right? Um, but let, let's get into the, the capital discussion. Uh, walk, walk us through kind of what you guys do, how you help entrepreneurs get access to capital that's penalty free. Yeah, best way to do that is to tell a story. So, you know, a client always comes to my mind. Um, she was working corporate and uh, she's tired of working her nine to five. She wanted to have freedom and be her own boss. And she wanted to make a path for herself and being an entrepreneur. And she wanted to do that with an online business. Uh, she needed to have like twenty, thirty thousand dollars to buy some inventory to really make some, some things happen. Uh, so she needed capital and she approached her financial advisor. Uh, had money in an IRA and she wanted to take money out of that account penalty and tax free. Um, and she asked him how that can happen. And he said, no, you, you can't. Uh, so she didn't want to take the money out of her retirement account penalty and tax. She didn't want to take the money out and pay all those penalties and taxes. And just for you guys to know, you know, if you have an, an IRA or 401k from an old job and you withdraw money out, you're probably going to pay about 30, maybe 40% penalties and taxes. Right. So if you take out 10,000, there goes three to 4,000 in, in penalties and taxes to the IRS. So she didn't want to do that. She also didn't want to go into debt. She didn't want to have to use a credit card and, and pay high interest. Um, we all know when you're a startup, when you're a new business, you don't have investors or, you know, banks knocking at your door wanting to give you money. Right. It's tough when you don't have a track record. Right. So that's where she was at. So we end up talking to her and 
we helped her understand that she could take her IRA and she could move it over into what's called a solo 401k. And then from there, she took the $20,000 out that she needed, penalty and tax-free because the solo 401k has what's called a loan feature. So she took that money out, penalty and tax-free, and used that money to buy her product. And then she was able to turn a profit. And because it's a loan, essentially she's her own bank, that 20,000 she took out, she paid back. And that allowed her to actually have this, this transaction take place by paying zero penalties and taxes. And there's no credit check on this. There's no income verification. So she was able to make a, a big splash. And in, in because of that, um, she was able to get to a point eventually where her business made enough money where she quit her job. And, and now she's running an online business from home and she's still not working for someone else, right? And a big thing that helped get her there was the capital, you know, and business owners, we all need capital at different times. So it's always nice to know if you want to use a retirement account to fund your business, you know, that may be an option for you. So, so really what's happening here is they're, they're borrowing against the IRA and then as long as they pay it back, they don't pay any taxes or penalties, right? Yeah. And, and they're borrowing against the solo 401k and IRA does not have the, the borrowing feature. It doesn't have the loan feature. So Basically, if you have a 401k from an old job or an IRA and you qualify for a solo 401k, because a solo 401k is just like it sounds, um, it's a business that's a solopreneurship, right? Um, there's no W-2 employees. So this is really popular for like freelancers, consultants, maybe a real estate agent with 1099 commission, online business owners that qualify for a solo 401k. So taking their IRA or 401k from their old job and converting it into the solo 401k. And then from there, you know, making the moves and, and pulling the money out penalty and tax free to fund their business or maybe pay off high interest rate credit card debt. So what's the typical time frame for that? Is there a specified amount of time that you have until you have to pay it back? Uh, it's five-year loan. And uh, there's an interest rate of prime plus one to 2%. So right now we're telling people, We'll just call it 5.25% to the interest rate on the loan. Uh, the interest goes back to your retirement account. So again, you're your own bank. You're paying yourself back the principal and the interest. Yeah, that, that's really interesting. And yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad you're on the show today to inform people about this option because capital is a really big problem. And that's what prevents a lot of people from following their dreams and achieving the success that they want, right? Yeah, absolutely. So while we're talking about capital, are there any other ways to do something like you're saying, or are there certain capital options that you would maybe shy away from when you're working with a new client? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm always hesitant, right? I think we should always be hesitant to give up equity, right? You, you're giving up future revenue, future ownership. I'm not saying don't ever do it because um, there's definitely value in it, right? Especially when you bring on a business partner, someone that's investing into the company that's getting equity that brings a lot of value to the table. So, um, but I just know in the very beginning, um, you know, there's other ways to, to make it happen. A lot of people don't take advantage of 0% credit cards. Um, you know, that's how I started Quest Education, uh, put a bunch of money on 0% credit cards. Um, but there's a caveat to that. In order to qualify for a 0% credit card, you've got to have a pretty good credit score. And sometimes, your credit score isn't going to be as high as it could be because you have too much personal credit card debt. And, and that's what we've been able to help out a lot of our, uh, our customers with is they'll come to us where they've got $20,000 in credit card debt paying 20% interest. 
Meanwhile, their retirement account is making them 8% a year. Well, shoot, if you're making 8% a year with your money, but losing 20% on your credit card debt, you're losing money faster than you're making money. So we teach them how to take the 20,000 out of their retirement account penalty and tax-free, pay off the credit card debt. So now they're not making monthly payments to the credit card companies. Instead, they're just making those payments back to their solo 401k. So again, they're their own bank. And then by paying down, paying off that personal credit card debt, their utilization rate goes down, credit score goes up, and now they can, you know, maybe get a 0% credit card or, you know, get a line of credit with a cheap interest rate. You know, it's always good to line up capital before you need it, right? Because when you need it, sometimes it's too late and you're not able to get the, the funding that you need. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we definitely take advantage of any credit opportunities that we have when we don't need it, because when you need it, you're not going to qualify for it, right? And just for anyone listening in on this episode, you know, what is that credit score threshold to qualify for a 0% interest credit card? Um, I mean, that's, that's to me, I'm not a credit expert by any means. I definitely know solo 401ks and, and self-directed retirement accounts. Um, pretty well. So I'm not claiming to be a credit expert. I can just give personal experience. Um, you know, I, I had over 700 credit score, um, you know, when I was able to get some 0% credit cards. Um, so, you know, I, I would probably say you definitely need to be in, in that range. The better the credit score, the, the more popular you're going to be amongst the, the banks and have a higher probability of getting that, that 0%. Yeah, absolutely. So Daniel, what would you say your secrets to scale are? Um, I, I would say just have a, a, a solid offer. Um, like, you know, our, our offer is helping entrepreneurs access their retirement account penalty and tax free so they can use that money to fund their business or pay off high interest rate credit card debt, right? Like that's not, that offer isn't for everyone, right? But if we can get that offer in front of the right people, um, that's going to perk smears and that's going to get them to be like, okay, well, how can you help me do that? You know, what, what, what is it? What does that look like? What are the next steps? Right? So Whatever niche you're in, whatever service or product you sell, you have to have a compelling offer that's going to get people, um, you know, essentially grab their attention, um, you know, and, and then you've got to have the ability to scale that, right? You've got to have a sales team. Uh, for us, we've got a sales team. We've got, you know, a team of people on the phone. Um, you know, all of our, our customers are all over the country in all 50 states. So, you know, we're not door to door or in person. It's, it's on the phone, right? So you got to have the ability to, to sell in, in order to scale. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I, I completely agree with that. But I would take it one step further and say the right offer to the right person at the right time. Yep. Can't, can't argue with that. So, Daniel, I want to really thank you for taking the time to do this interview with me today. Is there anything that I have not asked you that you think might benefit the audience? Um, if uh, no matter where, where you're at, if, uh, you know, the idea of learning some of the strategies I talked to you guys about is briefly. Um, you can always, always head over to danielblue.me. That's my website. Um, you can get, pull up my book and, and buy my book. Uh, it's called Blueprint to Your Best Retirement. Um, it's an Amazon bestseller. I, I dive a little bit deeper in some of the, the, the principles that you and I were just chatting about. Um, so that's a, a quick, easy read, tactical, gives you some uh, very straightforward tips on uh, you know, how to see some results. Um, and then uh, you know, my social media handles are, are on my website as well. Um, and then if you're someone that has a 401k from an old job or an IRA and the idea of accessing that money penalty and tax free, 
has your ears kind of burning. You're thinking like, what's next? How can I, you know, use my money in a different way? Um, you know, DanielBlue.me is a great place to, to get started there um, in, in terms of being able to, to get some free information or, you know, jump on the phone with my team. Awesome, man. We'll, we'll be sure to link that up in the show notes. And thank you again, Daniel. Cool. Thanks for having me on the show, Tanner. Thank you for listening to another episode of Seekers to Scale. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss another episode. This episode is sponsored by Ranksy Digital Marketing. If you need any help at all growing your business online, we would love to help you. Just visit our website at ranksy.com. That's R-A-N-K-S-E-Y.com.